the movie mafia on today's episode disney plus just launched and with that what's likely to become their most popular content speaking of the streaming service the mandalorian finally debuted on the platform does it live up to the hype and a few new trailers were released this week including one for the mystery gang's next film scoop what were our thoughts all of this coming up next James Bond. James Bond. You're a wizard, Harry. I drink your milkshake. You can't handle the truth. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa. Again. We are the Movie Mafia. I'm Andrew Kent here in studio with Marco DeLuca and Jacob Trout. As always, gentlemen, how are you doing on this fine evening? Doing amazing. I know Marco's doing really good. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a fine evening because it's freezing outside and I hate the cold. But beside that, everything's good. Why do you hate the cold, man? Come on. Not used to it? Because it's cold. I would <laughs> rather be sitting so on wait, a beach somewhere. Here's something I thought about earlier this week before we dive into our topics today. And I know this is going to be a shorter episode because you have to head to the Flyers game tonight. But one really random question I had run through my mind this week was, would you prefer global warming or an ice age? Ice age. Ice age, really? I hate the heat. Can't stand it. I mean, the way I think about it, you can always put on more clothes, right, if you're cold. I mean, you can't you can't take off more clothes if you're hot. I mean, you like, can I just hate being go hot. naked. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't go farther than that. Like, you can still be really hot. Take a nice ice bath when you get home. There won't be no ice in the global warming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. There has to be a freezer somewhere. Not for you. Right, maybe well, for rich people, maybe. Maybe. Maybe if you subscribe to Disney+. Plus. <sighs> do I even have to bring up this whole topic to begin the show? Fine. I'll do it. All right. Today, we begin with Disney+. Plus. The streaming service just launched this week. And guess what? I did not buy it. What Me a neither. shocker. No, not a shocker with you, Marco, either. Breaking news, fans. Andrew does not like Disney. Yeah, I really do not. Is that a surprise to anybody? Yeah. Well, to I don't me. think it should. To you? No. I know. <laughs> I know it was not. Um, now, why do I not like Disney? Well, that's a story that I've told many times over and over again. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But that's just how I feel. And maybe eventually I will get Disney Plus for the Obi-Wan TV series. That's the only thing I care about that they're going to ever release. Everything else I can just buy on Blu-ray or watch somewhere else. I, I don't really need to, to check out any of their old Disney movies from back in the 40s or 50s again. Um, so I'm, I'm probably not going to get Disney Plus anytime soon. Maybe I'll get it when Obi-Wan releases, though, officially with that TV series. But, uh... Disney Plus is ad-free, which is huge for many people. And the day one library was massive. Tons of movies from Marvel and Star Wars and all the Disney classics. And I also saw a report that there were over 10 million subscribers after just the first 24 hours alone, which is crazy to me. They still have a long way to go to reach Netflix and their numbers, but uh, so far, so good for Disney and their opening day with the streaming service. And we know they have so much content. Like I said, Marvel, their Disney classics, Star Wars movies, everything. So much to choose from. 
So I wanted to ask you guys this question. What do you think has the best chance to become their most popular content? Do you think it will be either their Disney original classics? Will it be something like Marvel and the MCU? Or do you think it will be Star Wars with the Mandalorian coming out and all their uh, old movies, their new movies? What do you guys think? I mean, I think traditionally, you know, Star Wars and Marvel and those superhero movies are their most popular content. However, I'm not so confident that those viewers are going to translate over from you know this from the big screen uh, to television, so I'm not really sure how how that how that's going to go. I really think the classics and the original shows uh, that they're going to make are going to end up be more being more popular on their streaming platform than new shows like The Mandalorian and uh, and, and and like other Marvel sh- Marvel shows they're going to produce. That that might. Uh, in, the, in terms of The Mandalorian, they might get a little bit boosted numbers in the first couple episodes just because it's releasing along with Disney Plus itself. However, I just think some of those classics appeal more to uh, kids and more to children watching this, which I think is going to be uh, a really big part of the, the viewership. I think a lot of parents are buying this for their kids. Yeah, and not only kids, but... I mean, myself, I used to love the Disney classics. So kids my age, I feel like they're going to lean more towards watching a Disney classic rather than Marvel or Star Wars just because, I mean, they've seen them a couple times, but you haven't seen the classics because no one really watches the Disney Channel anymore. So <laughs> You don't but, think so? No. No? <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit, but not, not as much as well, people used to, for sure. I'll tell you what, I can't even name one Disney Channel show that's on right now. Is there any exactly popular? My point. Back when we were kids, there were so many popular choices. But exactly, I can't name and that is why the streaming yeah. platform has a potential to be so successful yeah. from from that point of view. I mean, you're going to have all the nostalgia from people who want to watch it, and then all the you know the parents who maybe grew up on some of these shows who are going to then show their kids you know these shows that they loved, uh, as opposed to you know they would normally be watching whatever kid show is on TV. And I don't really think any of those are uh, you know extremely popular, or at least not to the level that. Uh, you know these Disney uh, Disney's shows used to be. Yeah, but I do think that Marvel and Star Wars, along with a lot of other shows and movies, they'll have a lot of success on Disney Plus. I have to agree. I think it's going to be a toss up to see whether or not uh, one takes over the other. But like on Netflix, we saw that Friends and The Office, all those shows were at the very top for being the most popular. Uh, do, do you guys see The Mandalorian becoming that first show on Disney Plus to have the most amount of streams? Or could it be uh, something else right away? Or, or maybe uh, do you see the new MCU TV shows that will eventually come out? Do you think they'll beat out a show like The Mandalorian or anything else? You know, I think the older content that people haven't seen in a while is going to be a lot more popular in the beginning. But in the future, I think the new shows, they'll get more popular and more people will view them rather than the older content that they already overwatched already with Disney Plus's release. Yeah, personally, um, I really feel like The Mandalorian is going to get boosted numbers based off of the fact that it is releasing with Disney Plus. I feel like any show, you know, that was put where The Mandalorian is put now uh, would be the number one show on Disney Plus, like I think The Mandalorian will be. 
Um, but I don't, I don't think that's necessarily deserved. I think it's just uh, a byproduct of Disney being so popular and releasing their streaming service with the show. So uh, I think a lot of the shows that, uh, that they'll be releasing, the superhero shows, uh, the Scarlet Witch one, the Falcon one, uh, the Loki one, I think those are going to get less numbers than people will predict. Because they're still releasing uh, Marvel movies every year, multiple movies every year. Just like for The Mandalorian, uh, I think the future seasons or anything else Star Wars related they do won't be as popular as you might think because they're still releasing a Star Wars movie every year uh, so far. So if those movies were not releasing every year, then yeah, those TV shows would definitely get more popularity. But if the movie keep, if movies keep coming out every year, why would those uh, why would audiences that go to the theaters also subscribe to the streaming uh, platform just to see those two things? If you're looking at Disney Plus and all the streaming platforms, this is another pretty big question that I thought about earlier today. Uh, so I'm a big fan of physical media. I have a Blu-ray collection and I've had so many DVDs collected in my library over my lifetime. But now we have Disney Plus with already, like I said, 10 million subscribers and counting. And then you look at Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, all these streaming platforms that we talk about every single week that are becoming big. Do you guys think that physical media is officially dead with the release of Disney Plus? Or, or do you think that there will always be a place for physical media in America and across the world? You know, I feel like the older generations, there will always be a place for the physical media. The newer generation, they're just like, what? what is physical media? Because all these streaming services are just coming out over and over again. So I feel like, yeah, it's in the future, within maybe even the next couple of years, there's, it's, no one's going to really have Blu-rays or DVDs or anything. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. I just, I think there's an element of a DVD that people still like, which is having a physical copy yeah. of it and having, you know, ownership of it and being able to see it. Whether or not you watch it every day, there's still that collector's mentality that I think is still prevalent uh, in our society. However, it really doesn't make sense to charge a DVD for eight, nine, ten dollars when that person can pay that exact same amount of money to watch the movie in theaters and, and they more. obviously get it so yeah. much earlier. And the experience is infinitely better. So, I mean... I, I think physical media has its place. However, I, I, it's, it's only going down. It's only trending down at this point. Well, now you're making me question why the heck I've spent so much money on all my <laughs> Blu-rays and 4Ks over the last couple of years. Oh, I guess I wasted all of my money, and I'm a college no, student. No, you didn't. I, <laughs> I'll, I will cherish my Blu-rays for as long as I live. Yeah, maybe one day you can tell your kids what a Blu-ray is. <laughs> I'll show them. It'll be So we'll have – it's going to be kind of like a statue where everyone's – Glamoring over, it's like, oh, look how awesome that looks. Yeah, like gonna, put it now. in a museum. Yeah. It's gonna be in a museum. Yeah, yeah like, it's, like it's, a tape now. It's gonna be my museum full of Blu-rays and and uh, all my great collectibles. And the same kind of goes for video games too. You, yeah, you, I was you, thinking that. You know, like you don't have to necessarily go to GameStop or go online and, and buy a physical copy anymore. Oh, just God, buy who, right on the platform. Who would? Who would well, go to GameStop? So the, the prices yeah. are outrageous. Yeah. They are, but the only reason I do that is because. Sometimes if the game's still popular and I don't really like the game, maybe I'll get some money for it. You'll get more benefits, too, if you actually buy the physical copy of some games I know. Right, and then if you have the physical copy and, say, 20, 30 years later, you have, like, a collector's edition, then you could sell that for yeah, a lot more money yeah. than you bought it for. 
That's true. I think for convenience, though, there is a big disparity. Uh, I know that games that come out, I could, on my Xbox, buy the game and have it pre-installed uh, and waiting for it to come out or, you know, pre-order it. And I think you can, uh, you know, have the game already installed and be ready to play that game without even moving anywhere uh, from your couch or your house or whatever. Uh, whereas if you wanted to get the game in a physical copy, you'd have to drive down to your GameStop or wherever you were going to purchase games and then bring it all the way back to your place and then put the disc in and install it and, and wait for it at that point. Also, you have to account you have to account for the fact that uh, if you're using a console and you have a disc, that disc can get damaged. So I just don't think that there's really any point uh, to to having a physical copy over a digital copy where with digital copies it just seems like th there's no issue with them breaking uh, you can install games quicker and uh, I just think in general it's a lot easier to use so you're telling me every time you buy garbage 2k you do that <laughs> through your Xbox yes yes <laughs> I do but listen I, I, the, I 2k is the only game I play on my Xbox all right I don't play any other games I know I mostly really? play on my PC oh yeah I mean I play like a game a couple games here and there but PC gaming is the life and and you know I have my steam library why would I go buy anything when I can just you know I just have a steam library filled with a hundred games that yeah. are are infinitely better than anything Xbox can give me you know what though we've been talking about Star Wars Disney plus and all that and and we somehow got into video games a little bit, but there there is a Star Wars video game, a new one, also coming out. I think on November fifteenth, which is this week. It's uh, that, that that Jedi Fallen Order. Fall, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you guys plan on buying that or playing no. any of it? No. I mean, Battlefront Two is terrible. Also, <laughs> uh, welcome our viewers to the video game mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're changing over. No, no longer going to be talking about movies, just video games only. But uh, it was it was actually pretty cool because we had one of the main characters, the guy that does the voice for one of the main characters in, in that video game. He came into my internship and was interviewed on President's TV. Oh, that's day. awesome! Wow. So it was cool, and I got to talk to him, and um, yeah, it, it was really awesome. But uh, Disney Plus it launched this week. Uh, Huge platform and for, for streamers and anybody that wants to check out all of Disney's content, like Marvel, Star Wars, and their Disney classics. Um, will you guys buy it eventually or no? Uh, I no. You got to no? pirate. I pirate that. So I'm not going to pay for that. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. Uh, I mean, I'm just uh, just wow. gonna you know watch it somehow. You know, uh, <laughs> just watch it. Is it is it worse though than Marco just stealing from everyone else's? Netflix accounts and no, Hulu. I mean I'll probably do it with Disney Plus if someone gets it. Not I mean, gonna lie. Do they give you ads though? Because if they give you ads, what with with what with, with whatever show you stuff you watch? I know you, well, you watch like Hulu. Yeah, well Hulu has Disney ads. Plus, I don't, but I Netflix mean, doesn't. So oh, okay. But D Disney Plus is, doesn't have them. So well, where I watch them, there is no ads. I'm just floating that out there. Ah. Also, also I don't know if you guys saw, but Netflix announced their own deal to compete alongside Disney Plus, maybe take some of the shine, some of the spotlight away. Netflix uh, agreed to a deal with Nickelodeon to produce new content, and I'm, they might also be airing older Nickelodeon content. Not sure about that, but um, they're produce they made a deal with Nickelodeon to produce new content with them. So I think that's a that's a real blockbuster move. Uh, to kind of compete with Disney Plus, what do you guys think about that? Well, they better have the older shows. They better. I want to watch SpongeBob again. Absolutely, that show's awesome. Avatar: Even The Last though, Airbender. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, one thing I want to say is that 
You can watch all the good seasons from SpongeBob, seasons one through three, because after that, it's horrible. Seasons one through three, you can watch on Amazon Prime. How many seasons? Well, are I don't there? have Amazon Prime. Well, you should probably get it. So you get, get you free wanna, shipping. Do you wanna? Hit me up with your account. Honestly, yeah, it, it, you know, <laughs> it's not mine. It's my sister, so I'll. Uh, oh, so you're her. stealing it too, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you're a little I hypocrite there. Didn't want to admit it, but uh, Jacob, <laughs> what, what were you gonna say? How many seasons of SpongeBob are there? I don't even. There's know. a lot. There's twelve, maybe Dude, eleven. Really? Or That's it. Yeah, well... I haven't watched Spongebob in a long time. The weird thing from Nickelodeon is that they don't really make that many episodes of Spongebob anymore, but they still pump out episodes. Kind of like how with the Fairly Odd Parents, they didn't really make that many episodes towards the end, but they still pumped out a couple of episodes, maybe two episodes per three months, something like that. It was weird, but they do the same thing with Spongebob. They, they they would take a long time off making an episode. It's it's annoying. Nickelodeon, when I was a kid, I remember watching Team Nick at night, 8 o'clock on Saturdays, and they would always have, every single week, uh, a formula to it. Uh, they, they, they would set it up in a certain way, and it was always organized. You would have Drake and Josh, then Zoe 101 come up, then maybe something else after that, like Team Nick After Night or whatever it would be called, with Nick Cannon uh, and, and yeah. a few other hosts. But, um it was always way more organized back in the day, and now I feel like Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and all these shows and um, everything is just all over the place. But um, I hope that Zoe 101's on there. That's all I got to say. It better be. It better yeah. be. That's the only show Should I want to watch. That's the only one I, I care about. But speaking of Disney Plus and the streaming platform itself, we talked about The Mandalorian a little bit. Uh, so why don't we just get into... The show with its first episode for a, a tiny bit before we move on to our next topic. Um, Jacob, you're the only one that saw the first episode yes. out of all of us so far. Yeah, so. so no spoilers. I promise all of my viewers, all the viewers out there, I won't spoil anything. And for these two in, in the studio here, they haven't seen. I'm the only one. I'm the, the Lone Ranger here who's seen the episode, uh, the first episode. So uh, what I will say is first impressions are it was pretty good. Uh, I, I wondered throughout the entire episode, the main character, uh, I don't think they reveal what his name is, um, but the main character, the, Man- the Mandalorian, obviously, doesn't take off his mask at all so I still don't know you know you don't really know uh, much about him uh, he talks only a handful of times uh, certain people he doesn't even respond to gives you know the whole like silent treatment the whole like a uh, tough silent guy type act and but occasionally he does talk so um, it's kind of like a mix of both the vibe of the show is uh, really you know, I think exactly what they intended from a bounty hunter show. It's supposed to be, you know, rugged, tough, but also really cool. And um, I think, I think the the Mandalorian character himself does a really good job of portraying that. Uh, I think the action so far was really good. Uh, one character that they introduced uh, later on in the episode was a bounty droid. So I I don't know if I'd call that like a character or not, but he's just a droid and. Um, He's not in. He's not in the show for very long, but I have some great moments with the droid spinning around with two blasters in his hand, shooting uh, bad guys all over the place. Uh, I, my first impression was the action's really good. Um, they 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 announced sort of a character at the end of the at the end of the episode. I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but I was a little bit uh, perplexed. It was a little bit weird, but that is the main spoilery thing of the episode. Is at the end of the episode they they show a character. I'm not gonna say much more than that, but um, overall. It, it was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Do you know if it's a weekly releasing or are they just doing it? When? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to double check, but I assume. I, I know, I know. I assume well, so I know the next episode is coming out on Friday. They they released a little schedule. I'll see if I can find it. But 
So when did did this first episode also come out on Friday? Uh, well, no, it would have came out yesterday, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it came out on Tuesday the other day. Yeah, yeah. so yesterday, I, the twelfth. I know that on well, I follow for some reason Lights Camera Barstool on Instagram just because I need some way to get some Lights uh, Camera my, my Barstool. Movie. I might have to. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. Oh, okay, so here we go. Here we go. I have the schedule for The Mandalorian. This is the supposed schedule, but so episode one, the 12th. Then you got episode two, this Friday, the 15th. Episode three, the Friday after, 22nd, then the 29th. Then you have Friday, December 6th, Friday, December 13th, and then Wednesday, December 18th, and Friday, December 27th. So two days after Christmas. Um, th- there you go. Uh, I guess that's the, the schedule of the show. Yeah. But uh, how long was the first episode? Uh, 38 minutes. That's so, not bad. Yeah, mm. no commercials or anything, no ads or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I was a little bit surprised about how short it was, but, but yeah. Um, also, along with The Mandalorian being released, I also saw the first episode of Season 4 for Rick and Morty. Uh, that show, Episode 2, is coming out November 17th. Uh, as of recording this, it's the 13th. So, so far, I don't know, did you guys see... Uh, that epi- no, no, I did not. I, so, but I've seen yeah. every episode of Rick and Morty before. Yeah. So, so. what do you think? So what do you what do you think about the show? Uh, I I mean I like it, but there are some episodes that I'm just like, okay. I think whatever. there's <laughs> I, I think it, sometimes it, it, it's a little bit low. Yeah, but it's high, yeah, agree. High oh yeah, low I think lows, it's pretty think. funny, but yeah, I there are some lows in the show. So but yeah. it's interesting. I'll definitely check it out. For sure. And this first episode, I saw it. It, w- it was really good. Uh, I loved it. I just, I've just i been waiting for more Rick and Morty for quite a while now. And I know a lot of people have, a lot of fans have. And uh, I was super excited to watch this episode. Um, it was it was a classic Rick and Morty episode to me. Mm. Uh, I, I From start to finish, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, there's not much more I can say about that without spoiling it. But um, I just can't wait for the rest of this uh, this season to come out. And, you know, like I said, episode two, November 17th. What did you enjoy more? The new episode of Rick and Morty? Or oh, without a doubt, Rick and Morty. Come really? On. Without a doubt. I mean, The Mandalorian was all right. And I'm, I'm going to watch the season. But Rick and Morty is Rick and Morty. It's like apples to oranges. Like Rick and Morty, 10 out of 10. Mandalorian, like seven, six and a wow. half. Wow. So it's, like it's a, there. So it's, it's all right. I thought like, you thought it was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean... I, I don't know much Still, about the characters. Okay. The plot hasn't gone gone anywhere. It's like they wrapped the plot in like the first episode, and there's no like overarching thing. But there was a reason why I did not watch Barry through the after uh, episode three in season one the first time around because I was like, all right, this is good, but I don't know if this is going anywhere that intense or anything. There wasn't anything that caught my attention that much after the first three episodes. But then I decided to watch more, and I was like, wow, like I could see myself watching the show fully probably more than just once, probably a couple of times. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. Hopefully that's after, the case with The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Like, after one episode, it might not be the the biggest uh, show that you've ever watched, or you might not be totally surprised, but um, it's something that you were at least interested to see where they go next. And that's kind of how I feel like Star Wars has been the last couple of years, at least with the movies too, where you you watch the first one, The Force Awakens, and then you're you're gripped, but you're not like this is amazing. This is not like the original trilogy or even Episode Three, but this is still good enough, and I cannot wait to see where they go next with the series. So I'm I'm I actually get what you're saying with the Mandalorian, and I hope to check it out pretty soon as well. But uh, 
I'm not getting my hopes up. I actually care a lot more about that Obi-Wan TV series, which will be hopefully coming out by the end of 2020 or early 2021. But let's move into our next topic of the day. There were three new big trailers released recently over the last week, one of which was the new trailer for the movie Scoob. Scoob. This is an animated Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. movie. And it's it, adorable. Yeah, it, it looks cute. I, I was a, a fan of the trailer. Cute. Let's not kid ourselves here. This is a kid's movie, but it's adorable. And, you know, I might even just watch it even by myself. Like, it, the animation looks absolutely amazing. But if you're looking for, like, something similar to the Scooby-Doo live-action movie that came out a little while ago, Those are good. Uh, this isn't it. Like, it's, it's definitely kiddier, and the animation, you know, it, it kind of it leads it toward that way. However, uh, I watched it and I watched the trailer and wow, I mean, the animation is breathtaking and um, I, I just found myself uh, just absolutely falling in love with, with, the, with the trailer. It just looks great. We also got the trailer, the newest trailer for the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Originally, we had a trailer come out and everyone hated the design <laughs> of Sonic in that trailer. Everyone thought it was garbage, including yeah. myself. It did not look good at all. But they finally redesigned it. it. took a couple of months, but they got it done, and we were given a new trailer with a redesigned Sonic. And I have to admit, he looks really good. I, I like the new design a yeah, lot. Yeah, he looks a lot better than the first uh-huh. one. It was, yeah. it was pretty terrible. That movie's Horrible. been through development hell, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It, uh, it, it has, and I, I hope this one ends up going well with audiences and, and going over uh, well as a whole with audiences. I think all it has audiences. potential. Who, who's yeah. the actor that's playing? The, that's a big, it's a big that's actor, Jim right? Jim Carrey. Which, Jim Carrey, yeah. right. <laughs> I forgot. Yes, Jim Carrey is playing the villain. That is absolutely amazing. That's awesome. It's actually kind of hysterical if you think yeah. about it. In, his, in the trailer, he was pretty funny. Yeah, he was. I liked him a lot as uh, the villain in the, the trailer, but we'll see how the movie translates to audiences and us alike. And the final trailer that came out was for the new movie, a horror film from Blumhouse, and this is Fantasy Island, which is a horror adaptation of the popular 70s TV show about a magical island resort. And I enjoyed it because I like the concept. I think it's original. It's inventive. It's something I had not seen before, which I'm always a big fan of. And I, I know this studio, Blumhouse, they usually go in those horror routes that are unlike anything else we've seen before. So I'm all for this movie. I, I feel like towards the end we could see those classic horror cliches where they're knocking one person after the other off. They're killing them. I hope that doesn't happen, but I like the trailer. I thought it was enjoyable, and Michael Pena, he's one of the stars. He looks like he's going to be playing a serious type of role as the villain of this movie, which <laughs> I cannot wait for. That was going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. I didn't, I've didn't. i never heard of Fantasy Island. I didn't even know what the original was, but when I first started watching the trailer and I saw horror, I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And it's then- a horror? It, and then yeah, it's a horror. The first and now I'm in. The first like <laughs> two minutes, I it was there was nothing like for like horror. But then after that, it not it wasn't scary. But like you said, those cliche horror films. I mean, it definitely looks really good. It's kind of messed up if you think about it. A little messed up. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen the trailer yet for it, but I'm definitely excited to to to, to take a look now that I know it's a horror. Um, you know, like Marco, I also hadn't heard about this this movie before. Um, so I, I'm definitely excited to to give it a chance and see what it has. So if you guys had to rank 
out of these three trailers or even the movies themselves, what you're looking forward to the most from first to last out of these three, how would you rank them? Scoob, Fantasy Island, Sonic that Joke. Wow. So, let's just do let's just do Scoob, 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 Fantasy Island, <laughs> Fantasy Island. Nothing, 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 <laughs> Sonic. Oh, man. I'm going to go Fantasy Island, Scoob, and then Sonic the Hedgehog. I will probably go Fantasy Island first, then Scoob, then Sonic, but I actually I don't think Sonic's going to be as bad as people think it is. I don't think it will be. I don't uh, the, the the first trailer I will say it was bad, but with this new redesign and and a whole new look for Sonic, I dig it. Listen, I agree with you. I'm no doubt the movie's actually going to end up being decent. However, because of how bad the trailer is, we have to criticize it. And I have to give it an inordinate amount of criticism based off of that. Do, you, do you think when... <laughs> I'm obliged to. I have to. Do you think when audiences criticize a trailer before they even see the movie, so much to the point where everyone already thinks they're going to hate it, do you think that puts a dark shadow over the movie to the point where the movie will be doomed because of how bad that trailer was? Yeah, maybe, but I don't care. <laughs> the same thing happened with Ghostbusters, though, remember? What, the, the what, female Ghostbusters? The fi- yeah. Everyone, and was it a good movie? Well, I don't know. Okay. I didn't say it. Point but I, people told me it Case was closed. not great. I feel like it wasn't that bad, though. People but it's just, just a stupid idea. Like, that's the problem. Like, there's movies that have dumb ideas. Like, this Sonic movie, I don't know if that's a dumb idea or not. Um, but I have no interest in the Sonic character, so I'm not really about going to bat for it. Uh, whereas, like, that Pokemon movie... Mild interest, also Ryan Reynolds. So in this movie, yeah. like I have no idea who any of the actors are. Uh, you know, for the for well, I mean, we do know some of the actors, but um, uh, I just don't, I just don't have any allegiance to the Sonic character. And also, the trailer was terrible. So the first one. So yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Marco? If they didn't come out with the second trailer, I don't think that a lot of people would see it. But the second trailer, I feel like the first couple weeks, it will probably do good. Not sure, but I think it may do good. A lot of people like Sonic, and I like how the character is presented in the movie, so I think it'll do pretty good. I think it'll do good. I don't know if it's going to get good reviews. I could see it being a complete garbage movie, but uh, I'm going to have to say right now, I see Sonic the the Hedgehog film getting like a a mixed review, a mixed reaction from the audience, but... It's not going to be the worst movie of the year. I think it'll be somewhere in the middle for 2020. But with that, let's move into our next main topic for the day. And that has to do with Scream 5 as well as the Has Fallen franchise. Scream 5 is apparently in the works. And the Has Fallen franchise, in case you did not know, that is the th- the three-film trilogy, which includes Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and Angel Has Fallen. Apparently, my interest has fallen. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's actually a good. That point. was a good one. That was that was pretty good. That, that was, was pretty good. good. Um, Even though I disagree. I, yeah. I, I I mean maybe. Uh, <laughs> they're they're apparently making or they're planning on making three more movies in that franchise. So how do you guys feel about a Scream Five and three more has fallen movies? I've never seen any of the screams, and I will not see any of these screams. Like I said. Why? The only scream I'll see is in the scary movies, as we found out on our Halloween edition episode. Are you scared of Scream? It's no, not even I that. Just, it's it's, it's just, kind of funny. Like the movie itself is I kind of funny. Know. Yeah, it, maybe it I'll makes, watch it. It makes fun know. of itself. But I know. It's also scary at times. But it's like a both. I don't know. I just never. They're had on interest. Netflix. They're on yeah, Netflix. Oh, There's right. like one or two of them on Netflix. Right. I think. Maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. 
I mean, but I has fallen. Either, so. I was just joking. I actually agree with you. There are too many. Yeah. But I, I really, I really like uh, Olympus Has Fallen. That was probably my favorite one. And I mean, I just love hearing Morgan Freeman talk. So have you watched all three of them? No, I just saw that one. What about you, Andrew? I have seen parts of the first, and then after that, I just did not care at all to see the other two. So yeah, I'm kind of weird that they. I don't know how they made three movies. I, I didn't think they were that popular. Oh, well, you know like, why? Because they've made so much money at the box office. I think they've made it over a combined $400 million. So they've made back a lot of money. They've made back a lot of money. Wow. And well, not, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I, I'm as shocked as you are. I looked that up the other day. And I guess people really like seeing Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman kill more a bunch so of terrorists. More so Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. More so Morgan Freeman. Gerard Butler has only been in one movie. Yeah, and that's Why wouldn't you want to see a movie with God in it? Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know, man. So I don't really care that much about Scream 5. I don't think there's a need for it because how many times we I know we say this all the time on our podcast, but how many times can you beat a dead horse? We don't need to see another movie in a franchise that's probably going to be the same exact thing as the movies that came out prior to it. I know. It's like the franchise, like, it's it's dead, it's in the grave, and you're pounding the well, ground above it. Like, yeah. And and so Scream, the original, 96, it came out in 1996. Scream 2, 1997. And then it was Scream 3, came out in 2000. For some reason, Scream 4 came out 11 years ago, which I'm sure by that time, nobody cared about the franchise anymore. But, hey, 11 years later... Let's make another movie in a franchise that was dead over a decade ago. And now it's 2019. When will Scream 5 come out? Probably 2020, 2021. But hey, will anyone go see it? Probably not. Probably not. We'll probably see like a Scream 10. Dude, honestly, it's not going to be a great movie, but you know it's going to be funny. Like, it, it might actually be hilarious at certain scenes. I think they're just, at this point, I think they might know how, you know, dumb it is to have five movies in their trilogy if it's not called Star Wars. So, <laughs> so um, I really think they'll just be making fun of themselves, and I, honestly, it might be it might have some really funny moments in it. Okay, maybe you're right, but the Has Fallen franchise, why is that? They made Taken Three. They made Taken Three. Why was there a Taken Three? I don't know. Why was there even a Taken Two? I don't know. For some reason, they keep making more movies with these action franchises, and I, I really don't think there's a need for. That has fallen franchise to continue. I think Angel Has Fallen was a a fine ending. They shot. They they should have just made one movie. Same goes for so many other franchises out there. And I think we we talk about this all the time, don't we? So let's move on to one of our final topics of the day, and that has to do with the box office this weekend. We have three new major releases coming out this weekend, and it's a crowded weekend for movies. The biggest I can think of is Ford versus Ferrari, which is the next James Mangold movie. He's the director, and it stars Christian Bale alongside Matt Damon, and it follows the uh, the old back and forth between Ford and Ferrari um, in the 1960s. So that movie is absolutely one I'm going to see right away when it comes out this weekend, Thursday night. I'll be right there in the theater. We'll all be there. Yes, yes sir. We all will be there. That's true. And then you have The Good Liar coming out and Charlie's Angels, another franchise that is being reignited for some reason. Yeah, I have no idea why, but let's just get something clear first. Uh, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with the short hair, though? Dude, I don't care. 
She's I thought hot. I thought she looked better with the longer hair. But that's just me. In case you guys are wondering what the tomato, good li- tomato. Yeah, okay. Well, if in case you guys are wondering what the good liar is, this is an upcoming movie from director Bill Condon, who I've I've heard that name before many times. And uh, he directed, he, what did he direct? He directed, uh, oh, Beauty and the Beast, that's right, and uh, The Fifth Estate. So um, this is a big movie coming out. I'm, I don't think it will make as much money. That's my prediction as the other two. But uh, this one, it stars Helen Mirren as, lo- as well as Ian McKellen. Um, and the plot on IMDb says, Consummate con man Roy Courtney has set his sights on the latest mark, the recently widowed Betty McLeish, worth millions. But this time, what should have been a simple swindle escalates into a cat and mouse game with the ultimate stakes. So that's the good liar. Uh, people have talked about this movie for a while. Ah, oh, you're going to fall asleep. Oh, oh, oh you're done reading it? Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. All right, so out of these three movies and movies that have come out in previous weekends like Midway and Doctor Sleep, what do you guys think, what, out of these three and the others, who do you think will win the box office this weekend? Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, come I on. Think that, I think that has a lot of potential. I mean, C- Christian Bale and Matt Damon, yeah. if it doesn't win, like, th- that, that, put it this way, if, it do- if it's not the number one movie at the box office, it'll be a bigger upset than Hillary not winning. Wow. Wow. I think so. We're getting political now. <laughs> oh, wow. I think the biggest upset of all time would be if... Like a Star Wars movie did not win on opening weekend. I don't think I don't think Ford v Ferrari is That's probably be as true. Big. I'm just I'm just trying to throw. We some talk much about shade big upsets there. just in movies. What? Because <laughs> there's been a lot of upsets. Yeah, there there have been a lot of upsets in the past. That's true. That's true. You never know. Uh, Charlie's Angels. I think this movie's gonna be terrible. I'm not looking. Yeah, I'm to not really sure. I, I saw a couple minutes of the trailer and I just couldn't keep my eyes off Kristen Stewart. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I have no idea. Like. I, what, all I know is Charlie's Angels. That was like the Charlie Sheen thing, right? So, I mean, I right? He has something to do with that. Like, isn't it named after? Dude, him? I, like, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think never. that's his whole thing. Um. So obviously he's like, there's some big issue with him. Like he either he has like some something's wrong with him. I forget what it is. He's like a drug addict or something. But, yeah, that's um, that's basically it. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. That's the so, entire yeah, there's, there's no other problem. He just <laughs> loves drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Okay. So. So yeah, I mean, I have no idea if it's gonna do. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. I have no idea if it'll do better than something like The Good Liar, but I hope so for a name like Charlie's Angels. Um, but yeah, Ford v Ferrari, uh, without a doubt, slam dunk. Well, last week, guys, we were all wrong. I forget who said what. Was it? You I said did? Midway. You said Midway. What were the other Wait, no. you did? No, you did not. You <laughs> what, did were the not. Other, what were the other movies? So you, I think you said Terminator Dark Fate, right? Was going to win for a second. No, I, that, week. I think that. I well, think. Well, I well, think we agreed on uh, that. I think we did. What were all the movies that were out? So last, it was Doctor wow, Sleep. Short term memory loss. Oh, I huh? said Sleep. I said. Oh, uh, you said Sleep, and then yeah. me and him said uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, I think none of us thought Midway. Ah, uh, no, I did not think at all. Well, no, so Doctor Sleep it completely underperformed at the box office. I'll get into my review in a second. It's going to be a short review, but uh, when we get to the what we've watched, but um. Yeah, that that movie completely underperformed at the box office, and then Midway surprised everyone and took home the, the gold last weekend. Well, do you know what was second? Do you know what second, second was? It was not Terminator. I'll check, but um, yeah, it, we, we were all wrong. We were all wrong, and I would not be surprised wow. if we're all wrong again this wow. weekend. I'm not wrong. You're not. <laughs> Just like my parlay is gonna win tonight. Oh. All right, well, shall, <laughs> shall we move into the What We've Watched segment, boys? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Wait, I just want to pull it up real quick. All right. Uh, last weekend, so last weekend it was Dr. Sleep that came in second. Um, 
Barely. And Terminator Dark Fate, see there, five? Yeah. Yeah, that movie. I can't believe you guys picked that. I was like, dude, Terminator Dark Fate, like, first week, okay, second week, like, uh, oh, and then as it goes on, like, come on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's it's Terminator. Yeah. How can you not pick it's Terminator the, one, if, two If it was row. the first movie after Terminator 2, then I see where you're coming from. But, like, there's been too many garbage Terminator movies that have come out in a row. That's true. For, for another right. one to be that popular. Well, let's get into our final segment of the day, and that is, as we always do, at the very end, are what we've watched segment. So, who wants to go first today? I'll take it. So, I have continued to watch The Vampire Diaries. I believe, I know, I believe, I binge until it's over, till it's absolutely dead. No matter so, if you like it or not. Well, I love it, so, you know. <laughs> but, so far, uh, I believe the last time, last week, I said I was uh, on the end of season three or beginning of season four, somewhere over there. Right now, I'm halfway through season five. <laughs> so, you got a problem. so so far so good um loving it all the way uh maybe that's why i'm so into kristen stewart right now uh just gotta get through my vampire phase but um also you know rick and morty as i discussed earlier rick and morty watched first episode of season four uh and the first episode of the mandalorian so other than that, that that's pretty much what i've been watching um Real, loving it so far. I have so many other shows on the back burner. I, I can't watch everything, but I mean, Jack Ryan season two. I want to watch that. A couple of the shows on Netflix. And you know what? I added a new show on Netflix to my list. Per his recommendation, I added Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. May or may not watch it. Listen, oh, well, you, I, I saw it. I read the description. I, I wasn't sure. I asked my one of my roommates. He recommended it. I might just try it. I'm telling you. You're going to, it's it's awesome. Marco, what do you got on your list? So, I'm continuing to watch Ozark. Couldn't tell you what season I'm on or episode, but I know I've just <laughs> been watching it. I rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Excellent movie, movie. Yep, and great soundtrack. Yes, it's awesome. And then, so I was very disappointed. I like South Park a lot. And the new season is only six episodes. That's compared it? Compared to the 12 that they've been doing, or... <laughs> 12 to 15, where they've been doing for, what, like 20 years now? Mm-hmm. And they just cut it short for, sounds, I have no idea, reason. <laughs> sounds like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that's what I've watched. I watched last week The Patriot at the very end. It was on Friday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. I, I, I didn't finish it on Thursday night, but I, I watched the rest on Friday afternoon. And I, the reason I watched it was to lead into Midway, which I still have not seen, but uh, Roland Emmerich directed both movies, so I was trying to do a Roland Emmerich series before I saw Midway. And The Patriot's a really good movie. It's from 2000, starring Mel Gibson and Heath Ledger. Um, Jason Isaacs, who we know uh, from the Harry Potter franchise as Lucius Malfoy. He is the villain, and it's a, a revolutionary war movie. And I, I really, really like um, The Patriot. I think it's a, a really good movie. Roland Emmerich, I know he hasn't made too many Fantastic films, but I will say with the, the Day After Tomorrow and The Patriot, I think they're two of his best and two movies that I could watch on rewatch multiple times. I think The Patriot is definitely one that everyone should check out eventually. And then the other one was Doctor Sleep. I saw it in theaters on Thursday night or on Sunday night, and uh, as a Shining sequel, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a little bit too long. The movie just what was, what was its runtime? Do you, do you it was know? two hours and thirty-one minutes. Okay. So by the end, when you get past two hours, and the movie just it feels like it's going on and on and on forever. But by the end, it's like, all right, you can just end it right here. There's no reason to have this extra five minutes, ten minutes even. By the end, 
So the movie was a little bit too long, but I thought Ewan McGregor was awesome as the lead role here playing an older Danny Torrance and uh, Rebecca Ferguson. She was great as the main villain. Um, I, I really enjoyed the first two-thirds of the movie. I thought they were suspenseful, chilling. I was gripped by the story. I thought the characters were all really good and well-developed. But it's really just that that ending, and, and there were a few things in the movie that happened. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a movie and are just really confused by a certain scene that's going on. And All it's not the even time. Amb- but it's not, the thing is, it wasn't even supposed to be ambiguous. It's just one of those scenes where they expect you to understand what this certain thing means or what this person is doing, and you just don't. So, for instance, Blade Runner 2049, there's developed technology in that movie that's way beyond what we use now, and in some scenes they use that technology, but I don't understand what that technology is actually doing. They don't even explain it. It's just there, and that's how I felt while watching Doctor Sleep. There are some moments where these characters use their abilities, but I'm like, what, what exactly is this ability? What's going on here? I don't want to read the book or even the Shining book to understand what's happening. So that's the only thing that I was a little bit disappointed by, but I, I get they can't explain everything in a two-hour and 30-long-minute movie. So as a critic, if you were a part of Rotten Tomatoes, what's your percent? What do you give this uh, movie? I gave this movie like a 79%, 80%. You think it's, it's good. You think it, um, you think it deserves to be second place, or do you still think it should be uh, number one over Midway? I think, well, I have to check out Midway, but I'm sure it's probably better than Midway. It probably should have been number one last weekend, but... It's, uh, it's not my favorite movie of the year, but it's a movie I think, you know, if you're at home one night, check it out. It's not even that scary, which is nice, and we know that all, none of us, I mean, maybe you do, Jacob, but me and Marco, we're not the biggest fans of oh, sure. being scared during a movie, but uh, we're going to wrap it up right here. This, of course, has been The Movie Mafia on Philly's number one college radio station, WHIP, their podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. It has been myself, as always, Andrew Kent, here in studio with Jacob Trout and Marco DeLuca. We'll see you all next week. Enjoy your time, everyone, watching Disney+. Plus. It's great. Just kidding. Don't do that. Have a good one.